Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. Yeah. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. No. The summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble all. on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. Sing. This highway does not know my name and I don't care no I don't To the hook, they call it right out. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Low budget live, not so live from the low budget live bar and grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And this is the podcast for Monday, February the 27th. And I hope all you low lifers out there are doing well. If you're just tuning in for the first time, you're wondering what a lowlifer is. Well, that is what the listeners of this fine program refer to themselves as, and they're a loyal, loyal bunch. So welcome. You are now a lowlifer. And speaking of lowlifers, big announcement, big announcement. One more time for the girls downtown. Come on. Big announcement. March the 25th at the wonderful Bassmaster Classic on good old Rocky Top there in Knoxville, Tennessee. We are going to be having our shindig. We have the location at The Hill Bar and Grill. The Hill. It's like 200 yards from the convention center, man. We are going to have an outdoor We've got a gigantic tent. We're going to be in the parking lot there at the hill. We're going to have a stage. We're going to be throwing down together, fellowshipping, having some drinks, playing some music. Myself, Shannon Wheeler, special guest. That's all I'm going to say. Guest, plural, plural, ironing out some things. But I promise you, I promise you, it's going to be a party. You do not want to miss. If you are a lowlifer, this is for you. We are throwing this. It's a it's a meetup, whatever you want to call it. We are going to throw down in Knoxville. 
my buddy Shannon Wheeler on fiddle. We're going to do, uh, we're just going to hang out with you all, meet you. And so many of y'all have messaged me about that. I'll be posting more about it on social media, but, but about a month from now, we're going to throw down in good old Rocky Top. And I can't wait. Thanks to Trevor at the Hill for making all this happen. Uh, Barstool did a big event there this fall. It's, it is the place in Knoxville, and I could not be uh, more proud to bring the low lifers there. It's a great establishment. So, the Hill. Let's go. Let's go. Spread the word. If you were coming to Knoxville, I want you there. I want you there. We are uh, probably kick off about 7, 7 o'clock that night, 8 o'clock, something like that. Times will be announced, but I promise you, if I can put everything together that I'm trying to, we are going to have a large time that night. Okay? Just trust me on that. Play some music, fellowship, and sharing some beverages. Come on out to the Hill March 25th. All right. All right. Been excited about that. Been working on that. Keep saying that. We didn't do one in Greenville. Uh, that was, you know, of epic proportions. And it just feels right. Good old Rocky Top to bring it back around there. You know, fingers crossed the weather's good. The weather's been beautiful around here lately. But I'm sure the last week of March we'll have sleet, snow, and sideways rain, and locusts, and everything else that you could have from the Bible that week. But, uh, Going to do a parking lot party, low budget style. Come on, man. I'm, I'm really excited. Got all that taken care of this past week with Trevor and uh, could not be more fired up about that. Couldn't be more fired up about all this crazy lighting that I've got now. Uh, new camera, trying some different things. I'm not a cameraman. I'm not a lighting expert. I can barely run audio, even though I've been a musician for years. Y'all know that. You listen to me every week. We are exceeding past low budget, though. We're going to have to change the name of the show at some point, like Sammy George said last week. There'll be a new look coming. It'll probably be April before I get there, to be honest. Changing up the bar and grill a little bit. The bar, obviously, is permanent right here, but probably won't do the show from the bar anymore. I've got some different ideas. Just want to change it up a little bit. So, been doing it the same way for a long time. I got ADD. I get antsy. We're going to change it up. We are going to change it up. But playing around with some lighting, some different things to try to make it uh, make it pop. If you are listening to this going down the road on many of the audio platforms, you're like, I don't give a uh, absolute, I mean, Luke, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But uh, for the YouTube world and for clips for social media and things, man, I wanted it to, want it to look a little cleaner, and so I'm working on that. I'm not there yet, but uh, certainly going to get it there. And the people, besides all you low lifers that make this possible, are the sponsors of this fine show, starting with StarTron, StarBright, kicking ethanol in the teeth, in your chainsaw, in your weed eater. But most importantly, in that outboard engine, because stupid, dumb ethanol ruins outboard engines on a daily basis. It ruins vehicles. It ruins anything that you let it set up in there and soak like a freeloader that it is. Little dab will do you, StarTron. You can get this stuff basically everywhere. It is sold nationwide. I, I mean, I, I don't even. I can't. I can think of more places that carry it than than don't at this point, right? Uh, this bottle right here, sixteen ounce bottle, treats two hundred fifty six gallons of fuel. Kick it in the teeth with some StarTron. Get ethanol out of there. We appreciate the folks from StarTron bringing you LBL for a long time now. Pro Guide batteries. There are lots of people in the battery world now, especially in that lithium, man. Every, every, every Tom, Dick, and Harry got a lithium battery now. They do. They're in their garage. It's like 
they're pulling out the coat like they're selling you watches in New York City. Hey, you want some lithiums? Look, I got some lithiums, young man. Look at these lithiums. We got the power. We got all the power. I can tell you right now, some of them folks are shady. You don't want to go down that road because, I mean, obviously, power, your battery, is your connection to all your graphs, everything. You know, you don't want a weak link, and you don't want something that's dangerous. And in that lithium world, you just never know. So I can tell you one thing. The folks from ProGuide Batteries, great, great company to work with. They are great, uh, you know, longstanding people in this marine world. They've been making batteries for the OEM side of the boating industry for many, many, many moons now from their AGMs, lead acids back in the day. I'm running their 31 series AGM cranking, and and I'm running those lithium trolling motor batteries this year. You can get them for yourself at ProGuyBatteries.com. Use code LBL10, LBL10 to save you some money and let them know you are a low lifer. Baitworks.com, bait-works.com. That LOB jig, that little trocar hook carrying daggum fish snatcher available in six beautiful colors. The low-budget live Luke Duncan LOB jig, I should say. We got... I mean, a signature on the package. We got a low-budget live logo on there, so it's for all you low-lifers. Go get it. Go support us. Duncan-10 saves you some money on everything there at Baitworks, all products. But go get you some of them LOB jigs. Baitworks.com, bait-works.com. And last but not least, hang the banner right here behind me, illuminated beautifully. The Bassmaster Classic winning High performance, all welded, 21-foot aluminum bass boat beast of a machine. The Express X21 Pro LE is what I'm running this year, pushed by that 250 Yamaha show. More tackle storage than any man could ever need. Beautiful live wells, best hole shot in the game. Sea deck, bow to stern, go take a ride. You will not be disappointed. I love my Express. The only thing I don't like about it right now is it sits in the garage more than it is on the Water. We're fixing to change that, though. Trust me. Sooner than later. Express Boats building excitement since 1966. And another Bassmaster Classic note that I've told you all about, but uh, going to keep keep bringing it until we're there. In the Express Boats booth on Saturday of the Classic, the same day as the live party, live podcast, Express Booth, come on out to Lots of guests lined up for that already as well. Probably some surprise guests if it's been like the last couple of years that we've done it there. Have a great time propped up on an Express X21 bringing you low budget live. I'm sure Mr. Herndon, Rory Herndon will join us again. He's always a great guest and a great time there. And uh, many, many others from the industry will join us that day. Saturday, I'll drop a time when we get closer, but uh, I'm sure around 1 or 2 p.m. we'll be rocking and rolling there in the Express booth. All right. Okay, moving on. Moving on, congrats to Tyler Rivette, Swole Patrol, Tyler Rivette, Mr. Flexing on him all the time for a big win at Okeechobee. Oh, my God. If you would have ever told me, if you would have ever told me that Live Scope, Live Scope would have, would have dominated Okeechobee, man, in the first elite of the year, I just, I just missed that. There were so many guys that, uh, that didn't get locked in, and that Kissimmee River deal that he got on was awesome i have fished in that Kissimmee river over the years lots of bass there really cool that he was able to exploit it for four days and win congrats i like seeing the the new faces shouldn't say new i mean tyler's been around but i like seeing those guys win 
that have never had a win, man. I, I know what it means to them. You can see his family there on stage, and, and you can see the emotion uh, in him as as he was getting it done out on the water. And so, congrats to Tyler. Uh, Want to do a pod with Tyler at some point, man. He is uh, he's an interesting guy, and, and I think uh, as I record this, recording this a couple days early from Monday, the Elite at Seminole is still going on. He's having a hell of an event down there as well. So, uh, on a roll, man. Once you get that bug going, it can uh, it can sure be something else. So, congrats to Tyler. Revet on a big win. Congrats to freaking Chris Lane, man. A lot's happened since I saw you guys last. Chris Lane, I was glued to that BPT with the five fish format last week uh, when that was going on, man, or two weeks ago now as this this airs. So, because I recorded last week's episode early as well. So much fun to watch. A buzzer beater five pounder. You don't get to say that in bass fishing very much, but with that format, getting the fish up till the end, with the live coverage, they cover it until the very last second. Buzzer beater five pounder to beat the legend Mark Davis. Absolute legend. Drops thirty four pounds in that event on on in the knockout round there. Uh, and I gotta say, man, they had a great event. They had a great event. A lot of bigs came across uh, the scales there, and uh, in the boats, of course, no weigh-ins. But uh, it was it was really cool to see those guys. And, and Jacob Wheeler and I talked about this on the show, but to see the strategy come out with the real time scoring in a five fish format, because all those guys grew up on five, obviously, like the rest of the tournament fishing world, but having the ability to see what everybody else has got. It was cool watching them make decisions, man. So I really enjoyed that, uh, the Toho event. Also, obviously, the Bassmaster Elite event. Really enjoyed it, too. It was, it was great. A lot of freaking bigs getting caught up shallow, swim jigging around. Like I say all the time, that break, yeah! There was a lot of that going on at uh, both the Kissimmee Chain and Okeechobee. But uh, I just wish that and I've wished this for a long time that the schedules weren't on top of each other so much in bass fishing. If we could all just figure that out at some point, because it sucks bouncing back and forth. Because I want to watch. I got friends on each, and I love uh, I love my buddy JT Kenny. I like watching JT, and I, I love watching my buddy little Ronnie Moore, little Ron, little Ron, and Zona and Tommy there, and and uh, their coverage is fantastic. So I like watching that man. I like I like watching them as much as I can. But when I got to flip back and forth, it's very frustrating for me so personally take care of that leagues um and mpfl same way we're all there's all a jumbled up mess all the time for live coverage that's for sure it's hard to hard to get it uh get the slate clean that's for sure where you're not on top of somebody but i thought that was pretty uh pretty damn cool moment uh for for chris there i've known chris a minute and uh big win for him first one over there on that with that group of guys but uh i loved some of the weights were kind of low because they fall on a cold front. And I saw some comments. Well, guess these guys forgot how to fish for five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. They probably did. Mark Davis, 34 pounds. 34 pounds. Some giant stringers. And I would also like to point out that Jacob Wheeler on a buzzer beater by Andy Morgan in the knockout round ended up finishing 11th first guy out because Andy caught a six pounder with like seconds to go as well. So <laughs> he still knows how to catch them y'all in case you're wondering, it doesn't matter what the format is, but uh, real cool event, man. Real cool event. Loved it. Loved it. Um, 
moving on, moving on. I want to say it got to take the triple threat down to uh, down to Miami for the Miami Boat Show. Saw some of you low livers down there. Had a good time talking with y'all as I was roaming around the boat show. But uh, then we slid down there to them Florida Keys, and I will just tell you right now: if I come up missing, and this show, and this show just goes off the air forever. It's because I have relocated <laughs> and I'm living down there barefoot and broke in the Florida Keys. Cause damn, I had me a time down there. Had me a time. Also, uh, real quick before we get into our guest, got a fantastic guest today, but before we get into that, uh, a lot of y'all ask me health updates. So this, this past week I had a, uh, a cardio, an echocardiogram. I think they call it ultrasound basically in my heart to make sure there's no physical damage. My symptoms have lessened in the last few weeks. Uh, wore a heart monitor for 14 days, and basically they're just trying to uh, sort it out. They're 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 still leaning on that post-COVID pericarditis, whatever in the hell that is, and in, uh, in this new post-COVID world, not sure. But uh, feeling better, man. I'm I'm uh, been been trying to eat better, and and I'm starting to exercise again. I've been off my game for a while, so. You know, just going to try to get healthier. Um, just that, that scared the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. And, and you know, I still have not, not gotten the results from, uh, received the results from the test that I had done, that echocardiogram. So hopefully this week I will, I will get that. But appreciate the thoughts and prayers and the, and the warm wishes and, the, and all y'all low lifers reaching out about my health and, and sharing your experiences with basically the same thing I've been going on. So many have reached out and said, man, this is what I've had going. And, uh, it's been, uh, honestly comforting to read some of the things of very similar situations and guys are like, Hey, I'm, I'm okay. And went through that for three or four months with after COVID. And, uh, it's been really refreshing reading some of that. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for reaching out. All right. Today's guest, we're going to get the sauce brought to you by the W sauce America's Worcestershire sauce. We just call it the W sauce around the bar and grill. Fantastic on pork chops, chicken, in a Bloody Mary, you name it, we have the original W sauce and Fire Shire. I'm a weenie when it comes to eating hot things, so I don't dive off into the Fire Shire very much. The Triple Threat, like I said, I am, I am, uh, I am a, a sissy in that regard. Don't like the spicy food, but the W sauce bringing you the sauce. And this guy right here, this guy right here, is uh, he's in the hot seat. He's in the hot seat a lot. And uh, as tournament organization officials can tend to be in this uh, social media-driven world where everybody's got an opinion, they don't understand that you have to run a business as such. Bass fishing organizations aren't charities. They are businesses at the end of the day, regardless of what any of us think or feel about decisions they make. And he reached out to me, wanted to come on, uh, to talk about some of the changes to the Bass Nation. Big, big, big changes. And I know i got a lot of listeners that are nation guys out there. It's a, uh, it's a really, really huge foundation for our sport that, the, uh, that, that at just that, that ground level where it all starts. And, and those are the weekend warrior freaking nose to the grindstone guys that make this industry tick. And uh, big changes, big changes. So, ladies and gentlemen, to explain this, we, we're going we're gonna to catch up with him about it. Bassmaster's very own Hank Weldon. 
All right, as promised, here he is, the man with the plan from Bassmaster, Hank Weldon. Hank, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. And I'm excited. I need I need a LBL hat because I, I watch all, I feel like I watch everything, man. I'm like your number one fan that you don't realize. So, <laughs> well, do you do you need me to sign one that'll devalue it? Oh yeah, hey, get in the background. Yeah, that's right. Listen, I need you to please text Mac Pangrak and tell him that you need a you need an LBL hat yes. more than yes. a BCL hat. That's my we'll buddy. I give him a hard time, <laughs> dude. I feel like more than a hat, you've got a target on your back. In the last year, a little bit. I think that's fair because every time a press release comes out, oh, we're making some changes. It's like direct quote from Hank in there. And Hank, <laughs> Hank Weldon, they're coming with uh, with pitchforks a lot of times. But man, you know, I've applauded a lot of the changes. I had you on about the EQ change. Thought it was great. And now this this past week, you guys got a big announcement. This Federation Nation change, Bass Nation, it's changing. And I am, you told me a little bit about this idea, uh, which I appreciated. You called last fall and we're kind of, Hey, this is what we're kicking around. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. Being, being a former club fisherman. I mean, that's what, how I got my start at in bass fishing and in tournaments. And it's such a great place to start, but that federation, that, that nation has been a constant in our sport. As long mm -hmm. as I can remember uh, some historical moments with it, but guys go to the freaking classic. They go to the elites now. Uh, but let's talk about these changes because I know yeah. that you know it. We live in the time in the day where everybody's got an opinion, right? And and people are going to comment. So let's let's talk it through. T sure. Explain the changes, uh, right. and and where we're headed with this. Yeah. So, you know, it's, so this was in reaction to the EQs. And like you said, we kind of started kicking the tires around probably even this time last year, we knew that the, there was going to be um, a void to that angler that couldn't necessarily, you know, accommodate or be able to compete in nine tournaments, you know, with the, with the, with the, the announcement of the EQ. So we're like, okay, so what do we have? What does bass have that we can, mold shape a little bit and we've been using the word uh modernize a little bit because you know let's go back in the day you know when you and your your dad were going to fish a tournament it was like everybody was in one line they were going to one lake on that saturday now you come to a, a red light you got cars going this way you know boats going this way boats going that way boats going everybody's going to their own lake and having their 15 boat tournament here and 15 boat tournament there etc and it, it's just there's just so much to fish out there now so we were like well, what can we do that that keeps the the club structure where it is? Because that is, like you said, that is a staple of bass. You know, we've had other groups come in and try to try to duplicate it. You know, that sort of thing. But that is a that is a a, a staple of bass since 1983. That was when the Nation Club started all the way back in the day and really got going in the 90s. You know. With, with Brian Kershaw, et cetera. Yes. But what we've also learned, yeah, I mean, you know, that's like way back in the day. But what we also learned, though, is the club is not for everybody, right? And we've got all these junior clubs, high school clubs, college clubs. And, and as they're leaving, we're not retaining some of those anglers. So we're like, what can we do that will preserve the clubs, but also give that angler that maybe the club – the club atmosphere is not for that angler an opportunity. And when I mean opportunity is an opportunity to get to 
the Bassmaster Classic. We're the only company in the in the world that has the ability to pit anglers into the Bassmaster Classic, and we want to be able to give anglers that opportunity. And 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 we know that's important. So that that's what we did. And, uh, and you know, I know it can be confusing, but um, if you want to dive into the format, we can. You know, no, and, and answer we, some questions. Yeah. So you and I talked about it a little bit, and I reading the press release. I just think I think it is good to to kind of break it down yep. exactly what's going on. I mean, from, right. from the old structure to the new structure, I, I think it's it's right. great to do that for people from your, from your mouth, from the bass perspective, here is right. how, how it's going to work. Yeah. So that's what we've done is we've really kind of taken the model that we built with high school, college, junior, you know, we've, we've been steady at molding that model since 2011, really. So we felt like we had gotten a good working model that we could, could, Put into the adult side of things because that number that membership number make no mistake it's about driving membership a lot of it right you know and that and that's what we're after too you know giving more if more anglers have more opportunities that means more membership for bass you know that's, that's just right. that's 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 there's no hiding that but you know it's so still a business that's, right bass that's right. <laughs> that's right i got that's what gotta, people forget sometimes sometimes right. people forget that it's not a charity it is still a business <laughs> at the end of the day that's, all these organizations right <laughs> That's right. So let's just, let's take you for an example. So Luke Duncan, you, you are a member or you have been a member of a bass club before. Tennessee, Alabama, baby. Tennessee, right. Alabama club, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. There you go. Yep. Still is a vibrant club, still can run their normal things, but here's the difference. So years past and this year, this is the final year of the current format. Your club would fish. I'm guessing y'all would have either fish in Alabama or Tennessee and or both. Oh, you would yeah. fish. Yeah. So you would fish in the Tennessee Bass Nation structure. Then Tennessee Bass Nation would form a 20 person team and they would go on to a regional and you'd fish for Tennessee. But then also the top angler at that regional, there's five of those, would move on to the Bass Nation Championship. So top boater, top co angler, only two people from the state of Tennessee. So what's and then, and then, you know, you can beat the nation championship top three, move on to the classic. The winner goes on to the elite series. Shout out to Will Davis Jr. Had a great yeah, day. One. Shout out to little Will. Um, you know, our champ right now. So, uh, you know, it's those anglers are out there. So the difference is though, now is Luke Duncan can fish in that Tennessee, Alabama fishing club in the state of Tennessee or in the state of Alabama. But now instead of pitting a 20 person team to go into a regional, the state of Tennessee will now qualify anglers directly to the Bass Nation Championship. And more than one, we will prorate that based off of their current in-state membership. And I, I, I need to look at my computer, but Tennessee is a good state. I want to say they have five or six bursts. You can't, don't quote me on that exactly. But what that means is that's five voters, five non-voters straight to the nation championship. We're the championship no anymore. That's right. That's right. And, you know, and so that, that nation championship is going to be a 250 vote tournament. So a big tournament. Um, but you know, what we, what we've said is now Luke Duncan has the individual angler has more chances to get to the tournament, to get to the tournament, right? You can't qualify for the classic if you can't get there. Right. So, um, in addition to that, so that's kind of the club structure, right? You still normal operations. The only difference is, is what you're qualifying to in your state. But now we're installing four qualifiers 
And what that means is now Luke Duncan still have to be a Bass Nation member. I want I want to make sure your listeners hear that you have to be a Bass Nation. Got to wear that patch. You got to have right. that patch. That's right. We're not taking that away. You know, we're still core focused with the Bass Nation. This is a on top of your Bass membership, and and that that's more for the listeners of thinking we're taking away that we're not taking away that. They're still members. Still have to affiliate with their state. So now, Luke, the the club atmosphere, the club format isn't for you. You don't have time to go to meetings, whatever it may be. You know, you're working. But if you got a qualifier, let's say we bring a qualifier. There's four of those. We bring one to Gunnersville or to Wheeler. Um, that is open to any Bass Nation member. As long as you're a Bass Nation member and you sign up in time, 250 boats, you're in that tournament. And there'll be an entry fee. There'll be a payback for that tournament. Um, it's a $400 boater entry fee, $200 co-angler entry fee. So, you know, a little bit above like your BFL, something like that, because it will be a three-day tournament. But, okay. uh, you know, it, it, uh, it you know it's going to be a, a really cool, I feel like, tournament um, for those Bass Nation members. And we'll open those registrations. Yeah, go ahead. All 250 fish all three days in those? Is that the format? No, we'll, we'll, cu- we'll cut it down. Uh, we don't know the exact cut yet. We're working with okay. the president's. Um, of the of the bass nations but probably around 30 boats something like that you know payback 40 to 50 places so you know it'll 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 look a lot like uh you know uh you know some of our other tournaments yeah yeah Yeah. exactly but with a much cheaper buy-in um and uh and if you finish in the top 20 in those top 20 boaters top 20 co-anglers you punch your ticket to the nation championship so again everything leading Nation Championship, Nation Championship entry fee free, no entry, and uh, we can't push this yet. But it's you know the nation we've always learned it's not about the money, but the money's nice. Let's not lie about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's going to be a a good sizable payout for the Nation Championship, including you know nothing we lose in terms of Bassmaster Classic spots. Still the top three. The champion will move on to the elite series. They'll get sixteen thousand dollars towards their entry fees to the elites. Um, use of a boat if they want it for the year. So you know it's it's out there. And and then what I want your listeners to to realize is okay, you're in your club, you're still good to go as long as you're an active Bass Nation member. If you've never been in a club and you want to try to get into a qualifier, get a hold of your nation president with the state you live in, pay your Bass Nation membership enter that tournament $400 entry fee, you're eligible for this format. So it's giving way many more opportunities to the individual angler to get to the nation championship with a shot at the classic in the elite series. To me, if you're listening to this, because we, we've seen a lot, of, I, I've given a hard time about the working man comments, right? The working man, you took my chance away for the elite. You took my chance away for the classic. Not necessarily, but you can still fish a three division, of, uh, three, single division of the Opens, make the classic. But right. there are yeah. a, lot, a lot of complaining. Uh, of course, the numbers speak to, for themselves on what people actually thought about it. So we'll get to that in a minute. But I feel like what you've done with this, what Bass has done is you've made it a little more, I, I don't want to say easy. I don't want to say easy, but for me, right. as an like as you're talking, like I'm getting fired up because I'm thinking, dude, I can fish. One event, one event, and I can walk into a chance at the freaking classic and the elites. I mean, dude, that is when you start talking about the nine opens and what you got to do to qualify for the elites. If you are a weekend guy that does not have time, this is the setup. Now, look, there's only going to be one. That's right. 
But and essentially, you've got to beat 500 guys the way I look at it, right, to get there. But, man, I think it's a it's a fantastic opportunity, man. Um, it, it just – I don't know. I, I, I get where – and you said the modernization of this. I, I love that take because bass fishing is old school. Right. We know that we see yeah. that with the yeah. forward facing sonar debates and the, and the different things that we constantly see on social media. But I do feel like the nation has been a little stagnant, maybe, you know what I mean? Or confusing for a guy like me that keeps up with the right. sport. You're saying you had all the regionals and the different things and that process to get to that nation championship. Now, granted it was fewer boats. I will right. say that it was fewer boats marquee event i don't think anything will change about it being a marquee event regardless of the the number of competitors but it was a little confusing in how you get there there's a lot of layers to that onion and now if i'm a kid in high school if i'm a a guy that just gets out of college if i'm a guy that loves that club level that weekend atmosphere i've got a freaking two tournament chance you got a chance and you got a chance i love that yeah, and and and, and you touched on that the, the economics of it. You know, it's uh, you know some people are like, well, we're just budget cutting. We're not budget cutting. I can promise you, this is going to be more expensive on bass to run this style of format. Absolutely. You know, it's but what it does allow from a budget stance is now states are not funding that twenty person team because most states one hundred percent funded that they're able to pour those resources back in there in state run events really boost those events that's what we've challenged our presidents to do and you know hopefully there's there's more money out there for those guys um in terms of what they can win locally you know that they can go fish sleep in their own bed and 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 potentially qualify for this nation championship and then when you get to the championship you're right it's going to be a big event i mean we're going to bring our our elite series set up in terms of our staging our equipment all of that you know we 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 can't do the boatyard everybody's talking about the boatyard i just can't park a 250 boats in a boatyard and hook them and unhook them twice daily into the into the water but we've got some things that are going to keep this event prestigious and 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 you know an, an event that every angler will be proud of making you know that that's that's something we we are dedicated to and we know we have to do and we want to do so well i yeah. see this being right in line with your bassmaster team championship as well which is a mm-hmm. fantastic event but you've got a if you fish your whatever team series you're involved in you qualify for the team championship boom you got a chance at the classic it's it's a, another great opportunity for a guy that can't necessarily chase the opens. Look, I'll be honest with you. You know me. I fish the opens. I, I fish the FLW tour for many years. But where I'm at in life right now, with my career at TH Marine, with the podcast, with a lot of things, I don't have time for nine opens. Right. I do not now. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, trying to make the elite series anymore. That's not necessarily on my my list of dreams. But if you told me tomorrow that I was going to get pulled through Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville at the end of, of next month, I would certainly tell you that that would be a dream come true for me. And, and it's still something that I'll never give up my entire life. And so this does open doors for guys like myself. Uh, like you mentioned, Tennessee and Alabama, if you pay in both, I mean, essentially you could pay to be a yeah. member right in any state. You could chase and, this as much as you wanted to. And you get in all four qualifiers if there's spots for it. You know, that, that those are going to move around. They're going to not be, you know, like we had a Southeast tournament every year and we had a, a central tournament, a mid Atlantic, you know, in those different regions, they're right, going right. to bounce around, you know, we're going to try to strategically put them in places where our, our, our core membership can, can, can reach those, but they're going to move around. I mean, and we're going to, 
hit those big lakes at the right time, you know, like, like what I think we're doing with the open series. Yes. You know? So it's exciting, you know, and, and that's what I, that was the main point I wanted to get home is, is change is never fun. We know that. And we, I will tell you that the due diligence process and the people we talk to with developing this program I mean, it's it's 10 months in the making, you know, and really looking at it. And we're a year out still from launching it. You know, this starts after the nation championship that this fall. That's when the new format rolls in. So but but, you know, the one thing it does that no one can argue is it gives more opportunities to the individual or club angler to get to the nation championship. There's no denying that the, the door has been opened. And in my opinion, Clearly, there's great anglers out there. The nation guys have done fantastic before, but the caliber angler just went up again. The, the level of competition went up at the snap of a finger, in my opinion. So, nothing. I mean, those guys are great. You know, we've got great anglers, but just just by sheer number of averages, it's it's elevated again. Well, I think that uh, that that's actually something I had on my list to to talk to you about is overall with the EQs. You're talking about that that level of angler. Now going forward, I think obviously it is a gauntlet to get to the elite series, regardless whether it was the old right. format, the new format, whatever the case is. It's very difficult to talk about on this show all the time. I call the opens purgatory. You know that I say it lovingly. <laughs> you can, yeah. but you can get right you can get caught in that that washing machine of the opens and beat. Look at Sammy George. We talked about him yeah. earlier today. One of my one of my best buds. He's been there for so long, and the guy is an elite series caliber angler. He is. He can compete at that level. I have no doubt, man, from a young age he could do that. But he's been so close just for one reason or another. But I think with this, the the amount of super talented anglers are going to show up in the nation. You better you better put your big boy pants on if you're, if you're going <laughs> to. I'm this. telling you, man. Look, yeah. I, the nation has always been, I think, the hardest road to get to oh, the yeah. classic, but but just through the the hoops that you have to go through and the freaking local talent, regional right. talent you have to cross to get there. Those guys that make it always earn it, man. Uh, they do, and and this will just take it up another notch. We're gonna see. Uh, you'll see a guy. Well, you look, Will Davis. I mean, a guy like Polnick, dude. Yeah, came straight. Came to the nation. I mean, yeah. it's, it's such a perfect example of it. Right, These guys are ready to compete. When they get to the elite series, uh, well, man, I, I think it's, I think it's great. I, 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 I do want to switch gears with you though. Like sure. about this EQ deal and we're talking about this level of talent. How crazy <laughs> is the field from this year? The nine guys we're going to take to the elite series next year. No offense to any other uh, graduating class from the opens, but I think this year has the potential to be the stoutest we've ever seen. It's going to be intense. You know, we kick off next week. And then when I was, when we opened Reg, you know, I've got the ticker up and I'm watching as they just start coming in and they're flowing in. Like when I hit refresh, it's flowing in every 10 seconds is 20 more anglers. And I'm like, when's it going to stop? You know, and after about six hours, we were sitting on 150 and we were hoping for a hundred, you know, so <laughs> you're right. I mean, so, you know, that, it's added a lot of stress, obviously, because you know you feel a you feel a lot of weight on delivering a product that these anglers are are committing to. So, but you know, I will say that I feel like we're going to do that. We've got a lot of cool stuff in store. You know that what you're going to see is 
we can't, you know, we're not going to cover it at elite level, but we're going to get right there on the right. line, you know, on, on our coverage and, and giving these anglers. I heard Sam talk about it last week where he said, I, I can't remember if he said it's easier this year to get sponsors because you're committing all, to all nine, but it's, it's, it's a more conducive format to get sponsors. And that kind of resonated with me. I was like, okay, well, you know, that's an even more heavyweight burden on us that's okay. It should be that way to deliver a product that, that helps these anglers and, and creates a platform that they can promote themselves on, which has always been Bass's motto. You know, we're going to give you the platform and you can promote yourself and create your brand. But yeah, I mean, 107, I think we're down to 172. We have one angler back out due to, to some family reasons, but that's okay. You know, and we wish them well, but you know, will we sustain that? I, I don't know, man. I'm thinking 120, something like that. You know, years for the years out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking some guys are going to be like, I don't want to get after they see what what happens this year. They might Thunderdome. be like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. So I told the but, guy from MPFL because yeah. you know we're fishing 80 boats this year, and a lot of guys we had a lot of our anglers go to to the EQ format, and and rightfully so, totally get it, chasing the elites, chasing the classic. And it is something I told those guys, I'm, I said, uh, listen, in 2024, there are going to be a lot of anglers. I feel like looking for a home when they go over there and realize, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, this, was, yeah. uh, this might not have been a good decision. This is, uh, not, not because the tournaments aren't well ran, but it is, I don't think it's so hard to describe to people how difficult the opens are. I just can't. I can't get it across. I try to say it on here all the time and I feel like a broken record. I see it in the comments. Like we get it. You talk about the opens. They're difficult. You just have no idea, man. When people nitpick, because you'd get the the armchair quarterbacks nitpicking guy, a guy's finish. Listen, if you finish 60th in an open, no, it's not a top 10, but you have, you have done something. Uh, Pangrak and I were talking about this last night. I, I said, man, I hope you win all nine of them. Just giving them a hard time. And he said, uh, I'll start with a top 50. <laughs> that's the mentality. Yeah. You can't have a bad one with nine. You got a little bit more room for a slip up, but not really not with the field. You guys have not with the number of anglers. You have got to catch them at all nine events. But I think more than anything, what we're headed into this year with your extended coverage, you guys are going to do or the addition of the coverage of the EQs is the storylines that will come out of the opens this year. If you're a fishing fan, I just think are going to be so prime. We all crave content, right? We all, we're all watching as much as we can and reading articles. I'm obsessed with photo galleries. I just think everything that's going to come from the opens this year is just, and I've always kept up with it, but I think if you're a casual fan that only watches the elites or you watch BPT, whatever you're into, you need to pay attention to the opens this year because it's going to get wild. About halfway through, Whew. it's going to be interesting to see who's potentially in, potentially I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to – that's when the fun will kick in for me because that's when people start getting cranky, you know, that kind of stuff. But that's okay. It's it's all right. It, it's going to be intense. You're right. So, But that's why I, I was so excited about the season. You know, we got the off-limits. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I loved it. And uh, it's going to keep anglers off. So it's going to be interesting to see how those anglers – they do have a long practice. So, you know, we – 
we'll look at that. They get like five days right now. They're not like that's what they get. They get five days of practice and 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 you know during the off limits they're allowed to talk to people. That's simply designed to keep anglers off three weeks at a time and just beating the lakes up. So I'm hoping the lakes perform better because they just haven't been hammered on for for three weeks, sometimes four weeks. And 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 the new places we're going to, you know, I, hopefully that's gonna level out some angling ability too and not just anglers fishing on history and they got to figure out something so we'll see we'll see i'm excited about it i love the fact that you guys didn't aren't starting till really the first week of march like i think that's yeah. forget january and february man <laughs> let's stop with all yeah. that with these tournaments i mean i know we got to get them in and all that but man uh I, that's something the first year with mpfl we started in march i'm like yes yeah. it actually started at ufala so I think that, and, and it was a slug fest. Like, I, I think that the guys are going to absolutely smash down I mean, there. Yeah. I know you're looking I mean, the, being a Bama boy. Like, that's cool to keep, kick off this new EQ yeah. down there. The, the dogwoods are blooming already. It's weird, man. The, the yellow pollen is out. and So we're trending like three weeks ahead of time. So I would say, even though we're starting early March, it's really almost like a, a mid-March, you know, early April start. So we'll – I, I'm, I'm, you know, and there's no like real, we got some rain forecast this week, but it's not any like, you know, going to fall to the thirties. It's going to be like raining in 72 degrees. So those, those, those bass ought to be hungry. And we know there's some big ones in you follow. No doubt. Well, you see right down the chain, what's going on at Seminole with the elite of course. Yeah. We're recording this a couple of days early uh, right. from Monday post date, but uh, fish on the bed, fish dirt shallow. I mean, even in Southern Tennessee right now, the water's like 55, which is right stupid for yeah. the end yeah. of February. Yeah. I know we've got snow coming at some point. It'll probably be about, uh, it, it will Easter, happen. I'm sure. We'll say mid March, you know, in Knoxville, Tennessee, it'll probably snow that week. Don't even say that. <laughs> we got to look live, live there. Come on. We can't, we can't have that. I know you're, I know you got a tournament around low budget live, live at the classic. There's a little tur- derby going on too, but, uh, yeah, that, that'll probably happen. We won't be able to get up and down the hills of Knoxville because of ice and yeah. sleep. I, I'm yeah. full planning on that happening <laughs> we always said you know if you want to break a drought or you know cool it off or whatever yeah. bring it bring a bass tournament in we'll be happy to do it for you never fails flw never fails. Was, flw stood for freaking lousy weather trust me <laughs> trust me yeah some of the most miserable days of my life were fishing flw tour events like what why are we doing this why are we here today <laughs> I know, um, man. I'm telling you, it's yeah. Uh, and those yeah. and that March time frame in the South, like you know, especially in Tennessee, the weather is so volatile. You could have tornadoes, or you could have frostbite yep. on your sunburn. I mean, you you never know what could happen from day to day. But I do applaud you guys for moving it later in the month. I, I think that'll give you a better shot at potentially having having better weather there instead of right at the first of the month. But uh, we'll see. It was 80 degrees at my house yesterday in Southern Tennessee, so yeah. who knows? But I think you guys will. Uh, you're going to smash it, Eufaula. What event are you, Eufaula, Alabama, what what event are you looking forward to the most? We might have already talked about this before, but but which mm. event are you most excited about on that schedule? That's a good question. You know, I feel like each lake has some things that I'm looking forward to, right? And Eufaula, just starting out the gate, and how big of a fish are we going to catch? But, I mean, look at Toledo Bend. We go to Toledo Bend. Buddy. Four weeks later, and they just caught a 15-pounder there. You know? Buddy, that's what I was like, going to say. I, I keep yeah. up with uh, – Toledo Bend has like a – not a share lunker deal, but something similar like right. a lunker yeah. or whatever. I keep up with it on Facebook. Yeah. In the last like three weeks, it's like 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. 
kicking them out this year, man. Yeah, they smashed them at that Bass Champs event. You know, I would, if I had to pick a lake, I would probably say Bugs Island, just because of the history and the layoff we've had there. I mean, we haven't been there since like 98, and I think it was a top 100 or whatever we had back then, maybe an invitational, something like that. But it, uh, you know, I don't know why we haven't been there's such a big lake and I'm, I'm curious about that one that one's gonna be that one's got the intrigue for me in 98 i think david wharton won that tournament i believe it was an invitational gerald beck called him swindle i remember that because i can remember the tnn show of that he's having okay. all and yeah. gerald wearing his vest with all of his sponsors on it skipping <laughs> like the redneck yeah. he is if that one's going to be interesting. You know, Waddington, they'll absolutely hammer them. You know, the one thing, the interesting thing about Waddington, though, is we're not, they're not going, we're not letting them go into the lake. So it's pretty alert for, for anybody who doesn't know that yet. Heard they're that. not doing that. You know, Ozark's going to be top water. You know, Watts Bar, Watts Bar is going to be by far the toughest fishing. You know, I'll say Watts, Watts Gar. <laughs> so, but. No. We've seen those tough fisheries. I mean, you look at like Red River last year, or you know, I'm trying to think of like Chesapeake Bay, how tight it makes it. So I love um, those the most, yeah. honestly. The slugfest yeah. are cool, that's great. But I think yeah. you have to earn it, especially in the fall. Right. That's something I've always loved about the opens. You compete in the fall. It's kind of like that right. championship as well. It's decided yeah. in the fall. I love that because it brings it out, man. You you've got to yeah. You've got to step There'll be up. some sweating going on on that one for sure. Oh, no doubt yeah. about it. And, and I, I joke about Watts Gar. Um, Watts Bar is one of the most and has been one of the most fantastic fisheries in the state for yep. the past several years. Don't know what's going on there. There is something, even in the spring last year, some of the weights were just off, but it seems like they're still catching big ones there. I mean, we had we had one over seven weight in during the MPFL there in, in May. Right. I mean, a lot of lot of good fish. Are you guys going to let them lock, or are they own Watts mm-hmm. Bar? They're, they're locked to Watts Bar. Yep, yep. You know, it's a lot of water there, and you know, a lot of water. But we've seen we've seen chick get tough that time of year too. You know, it's just Listen, it just gets tough. Where you live gets tough. Where I live gets tough. You you get past. That's right. about, August, September, you're just in for it. Like you'll That's see right. some days in there that are okay, but you know what you're getting into. It's like Smith, like all the dude, it's it's brutal. Yeah. Like it's grind time because they're just moving and and it's mm-hmm. uh it's, it's crazy. So we were talking about uh little Will Davis uh leading yeah. the first day of Seminole as we record this. Uh it's day two. Uh how what kind of sense of pride do you get? When, cool. a, when a guy from the opens or a guy from the nation does well. Yeah. Like, I mean, like Latuso last week at Okeechobee, yes. you know, I'm like, Man. and I just think about had you, it's just such a, it's just such about everything happening when it's supposed to be. People probably quickly barely got forgot, in, right? Barely if got you didn't catch that 32 pound bag at Rayburn on day two, he's not in the elites, you know, and, and James Nigemeyer is. That's this. That's what th- – those are those stories. You got to jump back on that side rail but, that we're going to be following all year. That's just going to be crazy. But, yeah, I mean, super proud for Will. And, you know, he, he, kid's a hammer being from Alabama, we know. And he's from close to where I grew up. He's from Silicaga. I'm from Wetumpka. And that's right in between Lay Lake and, and uh, Lake Martin. So I've been around the Davis – the Davis crew for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, you knew he, if he could get there, he'd be able to compete. So hopefully he has a good tournament. I mean, he's in good position right now. So yeah, it should yeah, be interesting. I, 
Yeah, I know for you guys, and I know it's the same for Bose and and with sending the guys the opens when they come into the elites and they have a good one or they win one or, because it's yeah. guys that you may have spent three or four years getting yeah. to know, like Josh Douglas. I know when Dougie finally made it, you guys were probably just elated for him like so many people right. were because right. you know what they go through. You guys see, see it, live it, and breathe it. You do. It's kind of like almost a finality of their story, right? It's it's the oh man, you know, when you're going through it, you don't you don't know how the story's gonna end. And then when they finally get there, you're like, Yep, that was a good ending, you know. Or sometimes when they don't get there, you're kinda like, Yep, that was a good ending because you just need to hang it up, man. I hate to say that, but sometimes that's just like that's how it is. I mean, I couldn't do it, you know. It's just hey, sometimes people are, yeah, yeah. So it's uh yeah just because you like to bass fish just because you like to tournament fish does not necessarily mean you need to fish the elite series or try to fish the elite series because i can tell you right now through personal experience and i i've been very competitive my whole life fishing i I love it i feel like i can find fish catch fish that opens deal boy when i jumped in a few of them the last couple years i'm like Oh, these boys in their twenties are taking this a little more serious than I used to. <laughs> yeah, you look at like Tanner Ward, a kid from uh, Tarleton State. He almost qualified through the Southerns last year. He's still in college. You look at like a Tucker Smith. You know, it, it's uh, yeah. I didn't even realize that's what I was going to say earlier when you were talking about that. Even though I've been at Bass since 2011, I didn't even realize how hard it was until I really got hands on in the dirt with these guys and really watched them compete and, and live their story with them last year. I mean, it is, it's, like you said, it's hard to explain other than if you do it. And, uh, and for those who make it, man, it's, it's a, uh, it's job well done and well-deserved for sure. No doubt about it. So what kind of drama can we expect this year for you, Hank? Let's, let's talk about that. I mean, will there be yeah. <laughs> none? <laughs> everybody's gonna well, first of all i'm gonna say trey's, trey's got his insurance trey's <laughs> got his insurance nobody's got ropes oh man <laughs> oh yeah new rule new uh, rule I don't know if you noticed that new yeah. Rule. yeah notice that new rule that you, you know, can't change you gotta, a rule mid-season but we can add the rules at the end of the season for sure right. <laughs> yeah yeah those uh those those rules when you get it named after you those are the uh those are, <laughs> yeah I, I used to joke about the uh the Scott Martin rules in FLW because he was always just like ahead of the curve. And it's like, oh, by the way, can't Roland was that way with Bass too, right? Like, oh, we can't do oh, that. Yeah. What was it? The the jet boat thing yep. with Roland yep. time. And it was like, oh, can't do that anymore. That's a Roland rule. You know, if you go, you can really like especially we notice it because we know the history of it. But if you go and look in our rules and you see like something that is not out of place, but almost seems like it was like put in this specific spot there's usually a reason in an angler behind why we did that right and <laughs> so we've been crafting them since 1967 so it's it's one of those things that go back to even ray scott he always said we're gonna these are your rules for the season they may change next year but we're not going to change a mid-season and we and, you know i think at most your main tournament organizations operate that way but not drama true. for me golly i don't know none everybody's going to read all the rules they're going to know the rules they're going to be all time they're going to do what they're supposed to do right <laughs> you'll have drama at all nine you know that there will be drama yeah. somebody don't have a fishing license somebody don't have insurance trey swindle if you're listening um and i know you i know you still feel bad about that one i was, oh, was a awful. breaker 
Um, I've had some calls, and that one was probably still to this day, and I hope it stays that way. It was one of the it wasn't a tough call, and I know Trey knows that, but it was a hard call. You know, it was yeah, tough. Tough, right? You know, it's you get would your, have done it to anybody, KVD, whoever. You know, yeah, it's happen. it's black and white, right? The rules right. have to be. But then there is that human element that comes into it with a guy like you. You're a good yep. guy. And you feel for somebody like Trey, man. You know what he puts he into it. Good kid. And he right. legitimately had a chance to go to the classic. What I love being being uh one of his his friends uh in life and somebody he's like my nephew, so I tell him all the time. He's he's like <laughs> you know, well, he's the same age as my stepdaughter, so it's weird that we hang out, to be honest. But he uh I give him I give him a lot of crap, but the insurance thing has become such a great joke for us <laughs> for him about. And he's really he's good with it now. And I think Trey will, uh, man, I, I think he'll make some noise this year. I really, I really hope he's, he is as put together from a skill standpoint and it's stuff like that, that, that I think people don't realize when you talk about like the insurance thing or some of the fine details, you can have it on the water, but to be mm-hmm. a professional, and this is a conversation Trey and I had the, the week after, and I, I maybe even said it on here, you have to pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. Be a professional, whether it's whether it's taking making sure you are being what you need to be on and off the water as a human, as a promoter, whatever. But it's making sure you've got all the T's crossed and all the I's dotted because when that door swings open, you dang sure want to make sure you can run right. through it if that is what you are trying to do for right. your livelihood. And there's just there's zero room for error, man. No matter what. So um, I think that was a that was a hard life lesson for him. But I think that. For a lot of people, it was eye-opening. And and I think for Trey, I honestly think he got more out of it than he would have if he'd wanted to. That's what I was going to say, man. Just about what he did. So many people. And it showed absolutely. his character. You know? Oh, absolutely. Character. I mean, let's just go back to day it happened. He waited, went out and watched his buddy on the water. Amazing. And then talked about it on stage. And I looked Amazing. at him and I said, Trey, you don't have to do this. You know, we even went over like, what we were going to talk about, you know, and, 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 and we didn't buy, we by no means made him do that. He did not have to do that, but he did it anyways. And, and how many people became fans or learned about Trey Swindle at that point? So yeah, total character move. And yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do. Kids got some talent. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all sacked him up at ABT 100, didn't you? A few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I got to yeah. catch two of the five we weighed in uh, <laughs> that day. But I, I've got I actually got a video that's going to go up on the channel that shows how great of a net man I am. That morning, yeah, yeah. I, I, he was uh, he was catching them. that little lake right there, buddy. Mm. Oh, we, it's a secret. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting back. We tried there. to couple weeks we tried to take a college bracket there a few years ago, but you don't have any service to where we could do Terrible. live. And all the Wadawi anglers thank us for that because had yeah. that happened, you know. There'd be Listen, a lot more people. That, that ABT way in, there were a lot of people, and they're like, "Hey, we don't, we don't appreciate you guys being here. Yeah, you need to leave. Get out <laughs> of here. Yeah. You need to get out of here. Uh, such a such a diverse fishery. But yeah, Trey's yeah. got talent, man. He uh, he's he's that he's like Gerald in that shallow water game, but he's also got that you know that new age, the live scope, uh, the you know three sixty, being able to graph them, and and he can focus up on just graphing all day, which I'm I'm terrible at. 
You know, that's that's one thing that I don't have the patience for it. I want to catch I don't it when I get on the water. I yeah. want to fish. Yeah, I want to yeah. fish. That that's my deal. Um, but yeah, I can tell you that Trey, uh Trey and I have had a little success fishing together. We we mesh well together and but it's fun watching cool. the decision making process, man. And it's rejuvenated me, dude. I'll be honest, like fishing with him, I get all fired up. He's calling me about new tackle he's hearing about different things. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. It helps my near 40 year old butt get in right. uh get in gear sometimes but uh it's like the josh douglas story i'm ready to learn the finality of the trace swindle story through the for open sure. you know for sure and yeah. i really do hope that one day it ends up with him being on the elites before g gets out of there i think that would be amazing to have yeah, that'd be cool. on the elite series and uh and to watch him whip g's butt in the in the elites would be a, a good time which that man right now i don't know if anybody that watches low budget lives paying attention gerald ain't he ain't, he's not dead yet. He <laughs> seems really old. focused. He's really that, focused this year. That man, he had a great first day at Seminole, great event down yep. there uh, at, at Okeechobee. Okeechobee, yep. For sure, man. He's really uh, focused. Yep. Well, so to to close, Hank, I, I, I always appreciate you, man. I appreciate Bass. Uh, you guys are always great to me. And, uh, and I've loved getting to fish with you guys. And I hope, I really do hope that I, I maybe get to play around in this nation deal a little bit. I'm, yeah, man. I'm about it. And, I, and I do want to get back to, to fishing some opens. This year was not the year for me uh, taking on a new new position at TH Marine. I don't know which ends up. I barely have time to film this podcast um, these days. But uh, but I got I to gotta give you a hard time. I got to say just. Uh, <laughs> I saw it earlier. <laughs> you knew I wore this just for you because. For the first time since I've known you, I can say we basically just beat you guys at everything. Right? Everything we we have we don't stand a chance at beating Tennessee at anything. Not in Knox, year, so. not in Knoxville, not yeah. in Knoxville has your number. You might not want to come to the classic. You might want That's to what say send somebody else up there. Or, or you know, if you're playing fantasy, pick all Tennessee anglers. Don't pick an Alabama angler because that ain't happening this year for sure. No That's way. Listen, yeah. I don't don't do that. There's some juju around around <laughs> Knoxville right now. Good old Rocky yeah. Top. Yeah. Uh, well, Hank, I appreciate you, man. I, I applaud you guys for continuing to move forward and make changes. I think we've got to because this sport's been around forever. And if we don't make changes, I just don't think that's good. I don't. I, don't. Right. I think we got a lot of young anglers coming into this deal, and and we got to keep moving uh, and keep progressing. So, right. you know, shout out to you guys for doing that, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, you got to make the what you think is the right change. We don't, we don't know. You know, we we we're pretty confident it's going to be a good change. Like you say, you don't just change to change, but you know, we know what our foundation is, and we feel like this is a a tweak. Change is not fun, but you know, let's get into it. And I think it's going to be good. But yeah, man, love the show. I'll be watching. I probably won't watch this one. I don't want to read the comments, but you know, you can share them if you want to later. And uh, yeah, you guys next don't. week. Yeah, you guys don't hammer Hank too bad, and uh, go watch right. the opens. I can take it. I'm used to it. So file all complaints at, to him in person at Ufala at Lake Point. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> all right, buddy. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. See you, Hank Weldon. Everybody. Well, all right. That's all she wrote. Why hammer and Hank Weldon? I hope y'all enjoyed that. He is. Uh, he's a great guy, man. He's got his work cut out for him at times. I know dealing with 250 whiny whiny pro fisherman like myself a lot of the times in those opens i know it gets uh gets to be uh, a headache and the decisions can be tough that you have to make 
at times, and, and you throw 250 co-anglers in there as well, 500 at each tournament. He does not have an easy job, and uh, I appreciate him coming on to explain that because I know there's been a lot of questions, and, and I do, like I told him there, I do feel like it's a gigantic positive for bass and, and, and for the nation, man. I do. I think you're going to get more people involved, and uh, and it's just, a it's like he said, modernizing where everything's headed. So I think it's I think it's all good. I think it's all good. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Thanks for tuning in, you bunch of low lifers. I appreciate each and every one of you every single week, man. I do from the bottom of my having to get uh, ultrasounded heart. <laughs> I appreciate y'all very much. Go take you out with some Biloxi Blues. Do not forget the Bassmaster Classic, Throwdown, Tailgate, Parking Lot Party, the Low Budget Live, 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 Live. Y'all come see me. Gonna take you out with some Blux and Blues. I promise you, you'll hear that a bunch that night. Let's go. See y'all next week. I never could make it last. Sweet. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows. I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This high. It does not know my name And I don't care No, I don't care Heading my way For another place And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.